Spit gold in his face, Joe. Welcome back to another episode of Weird Think About That, where me and my fellow players are given a subject matter and have to find the coolest, most interesting, weirdest or funniest story about that subject. Players will be scored by a head judge and the winner will be revealed at the end of the episode. I'm Chris and joining me today, £200 richer, it's Chow. Bonsoir, my British chum. And just back from Bone and Mary, it's uh, Chucky. Yo. And of course, just have a nice looking pie you've got there, Joe. You just finished it. <laughs> Say that to all the judges, don't you? <laughs> Joe, our head judge, if you could uh, please tell us what today's topic is and how it will be scored. Today's topic is Daredevils, and you will be judged on the flop scoring system. <laughs> is it a fun-loving original product? <laughs> and who's going first? You can. Okay. <clears throat> The term daredevil, for most, would spring to mind the images of mustachioed men in glam rock outfits doing jumps over 50 buses on a motorbike on fire. It's a badass spectacle for sure, but it's far from the only form of daredevilry. For my story, I'd like to dive headfirst with a double somersault into the world of cliff diving. Cliff diving can be traced as far back as the 18th century, with tales of the great Hawaiian chief king Kahikili leaping from the holy cliffs of Kaun Olu, which became the spiritual home of the sport. King Kahikili's name also lives on in the modern day sport, as the King Kahikili Trophy is given out to the overall winner of the Red Bull Cliff Diving World Championships. Cliff diving since then has branched out all over the world, with famous spots in Mexico, Italy, Jamaica, and of course, Kahikili's Leap in Hawaii, which warriors used to leap off to prove their loyalty and bravery to the king. Now, where is the real danger in cliff diving? Obviously, hitting rocks sticking out of the bottom is a real concern, but there are other factors. For example, the cliffs at Mazatlan in Mexico might only be 50 feet high, but the dive is made dangerous by the fact that the water can reach a frighteningly shallow 6 feet, meaning that divers have to time their dives just right so that when they hit the water as a wave is coming in to ensure that the water is deep enough them to survive the dive. I said in that example only 50 feet, which still sounds pretty daunting until you compare it with the world's highest cliff dive, which was nearly four times that, at a massive 192 feet. And here's where the other danger comes in. Jumping off a 10 meter diving board at the Olympics, the average Olympian hits the water at about 35 miles an hour, which is pretty damn fast. But let's compare it to our 192 foot dive before. After doing a bit of maths online, A human falling for 192 feet would hit the water at around 75 miles an hour, or 34 meters a second, which is faster than the motorway speed limit here in the UK. If the diver isn't hitting the water at the right angle or in the right conditions, serious tragedy will occur. There are no official statistics, but one study showed that on average there is one fatality per 60 participants in the sport. In official competitions, the hosts usually have to have jet skis creating waves around where the divers will land, because entering turbulent water actually has less impact on the diver than entering still water. When you hit still water, the faster you hit it, the more like a solid the water acts. So at such literally breakneck speeds, the water can act as solid as concrete, with poor results for the diver. So, for diving, the choppier the water, the better. With such a lot of danger surrounding the sport, I argue that there's no denial that the participants in the sport can truly be called daredevils. Gentlemen, your rebuttals. Well, I love doing a little bit of maths online. Um, (laughs) 75 miles an hour is pretty freaking fast. 
I feel like I've run into a, a door that close to that before and it fucking hurts. You know, <laughs> so I, I wouldn't want to be jumping from 192 feet. It's crazy, isn't it? Yeah, that's... How many of me is that? Uh, uh, yeah. That's three... Three, thir- of, three thir- of you. <laughs> three of me. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm a big lad. No, that's 30 of me. should see the length of his, his boom mic we have to get together. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Jack and the fucking Beanstalk. No, that, that's that's pretty tall. It, it reminds me of a time when, when you, you talked about um, you know jumping off um, a, a diving board at the Olympics. I hate to dip into our shared personal lives. But when, when we were at high uh, school, we, we went to... Um, the, the local <laughs> swimming pool. And it's just one of the things, yeah, all, all the, the sort of scallies looking at the, the tall dive mark going, oh no, mate, I'm not going to be able to do that. And of course, you just go up and you just, I think you, you looked over for maybe two seconds, dived in, then everyone was just like, fuck. <laughs> the we, Mosher kids done it. Yeah, no, we have got to do we it. We <laughs> have to do it now. I was still like, fuck that shit. <laughs> I'm not doing it. Christ. Did you actually dive or did you just jump off? Well, he, he jumped off. No, I, was, I, I did a jump. We weren't allowed to dive. Not that I would have anyway. But <laughs> I'm not. No, I'm not saying like you did a triple back somersault yeah. sort of thing. But yeah, yeah, because it's fucking high. It is, yeah. dude. It was fuck. Oh, mate, my it must be, it must about be five it. meters. That one, I think. Is that something? Can't. No, it couldn't have been five. Are we talk about the one at the casual leisure centre. Yeah, yeah. That's not five. I'm two, two meters, and it wasn't like Could two and a half of me. Flexing on your height this episode. Huh? I was going to say. Yeah. Well, you know. <laughs> It's, it's how I deal with everything. When I think about how big something is, I'm like, well, how many that's meters is that? I do that. When you, yeah. go, when you go, it's 127 meters, you go, that's like two buses. Yeah, I yeah. can do that. <laughs> and I, I, fucking that's buses. the size of a I blue whale. No, but you know, like, yeah, yeah when they do stuff like that, and they go, it's, I've never seen a fucking blue whale, but I can imagine that that's that size. Like, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like jumping 18 football fields. All right, I can imagine that. If you say to me, it's three quarters of a mile, I have no idea. Dude, it yeah, was the man. same lessons at school where... The, the teacher, she separated <laughs> us into ones and twos. And I think I was a one. And she said, right, ones, jump in the pool. We all jumped in. And, and you were a two. I've always been a two. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, rub it in. And she goes, right, I'm number twos. <laughs> and without hearing anything of the rest of the things she has to say, you just like jumped into the pool with the biggest smile, like the biggest cannonball like you've ever seen. Like a fucking Labrador. Yeah. A smile on your face like a Labrador. And when you got in and surfaced, she was like, Number twos, line up at the side, please. <laughs> <laughs> they set me up, so they did me dirty, man. I, I couldn't wait to get in. Well, uh, but they have, um, in the diving in the Olympics, they have like a sprinkly thing that yeah. sprays water into the into the pool anyway. Guess, yeah, to I, make it turbulent. I, I imagine yeah. if it was perfectly, like, motionless. <laughs> I'd, I'd prefer that. <laughs> I would as well. Danger diving. <laughs> yeah. Oh, bless them. Also... Every every sixty participants, one of them. Di- what sort of fucking Hunger Games bullshit is this? <laughs> Just pack it in. You would, wouldn't you? You would. I wouldn't bother. If, it's like going to, going to air shows. Like there's always a crash. Like just don't bother going. I think Stop that's doing why it. a lot of people go. But if I if I was going to like cliff dive and I'd be counting how many people. If I was sixty, I'd be like, nah, mate, you go next. <laughs> I don't think that's how statistics work. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I want them to work. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I say when I was doing the research on it, so looking at some of the pictures, it's frightening. Like some of the the dives as well, they're not even like you can just jump straight down off the side. You have to like leap forward at least six foot to like avoid I just rocks yeah. and shit before you actually even get to the water. And they're doing backflips and just go, all sorts yeah. over it. It's absolutely just go rubber dingy rapids, mate. <laughs> it's it's the airtime you get because if I've ever jumped off anything, like you say, like. I've maybe done three or four meter jumps, and then it's you run, you go, ah, the adrenaline, and then you're in there. But like, if you're falling from 200 feet, you could do your taxes. 
whilst you, you know, in the free fall. Yeah. You could be thinking about inane shit whilst you're falling, and that would be like... You could give birth and celebrate the child's first birthday. Yes. <laughs> what? Because what, you said in the 1800s they started. It, uh, this is can be traced back as far as the 1800s. Christ, it may I was well been... Red Bull's been around a long time. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah 15, uh, 15 quid in that salt bay restaurant, kind of Red Bull. Sorry if there's any Hawaiians listening that I'm saying King I'm, Kahi Killy's I was, name. I was going to point out that you pick shit that you have no idea how to pronounce. <laughs> like Joseph Mengali. Mengali. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't, still haven't lived that down. Yeah. <laughs> Did you say the holy cliffs as well? They were holy cliffs. They are now. Right. Oh, right. Okay. Oh, no, no. Sorry. They were then. They were yeah, then. they're holy cliffs. Because you have like, there was that couple who got caught shagging on a mountain in Hawaii and that was a holy mountain. I'm just thinking, did they just make every, is every geographical feature in Hawaii holy or have some, some. I think they have a greater respect for nature, for nature and stuff like that. So yeah, a lot of areas are protected and as the, yeah. As, as I believe the, the, the white band Dio wrote the song Holy Diver. At the, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> they, they didn't. I don't know. <laughs> You were doing so well today as well. So well. And then you've just gone right down in the estimation. Edit that bit up. Uh, Chav. For me, there are a few daredevil escapades that immediately come to mind whenever somebody mentions performing incredibly dangerous feats in order to get fame and recognition. One is jumping double-decker buses on a motorbike and the other is going over Niagara Falls in a barrel. My experience with motorbikes is limited to hiring a 50cc scooter in Greece when I was 16 and promptly crashing it into a wall. So if I were to have a career change and become a professional daredevil, my preferred means of transportation would be made from staves. Traversing this natural wonder, which separates America and Canada, has a long and illustrious history. The first recorded instance of someone surviving this feat is by Annie Edson Taylor, who, on her 63rd birthday, went over the falls in a custom-made barrel constructed from oak, iron and padded with a mattress. Her motivation performing this feat were financial. Evidence and teaching staff have been chronically underpaid for well over a century. Despite surviving the feat relatively unscathed by a small cut in her head, Taylor told the press that I would caution anyone against attempting the feat. I would sooner walk up to the mouth of a cannon knowing it was going to blow me to pieces than make another trip over the fall. Unfortunately, Annie's risk for retirement plan didn't really come to fruition. Her manager stole the barrel she'd performed the stunt in and Annie had to spend most of the money she'd made from the stunt hiring private detectives to help trace it down. <laughs> And he spent her final years posing with tourists in the barrel and, spectac- and speculatively investing in the New York Stock Exchange, but died before she could accumulate enough wealth to retire and live out her days without having to work. Lancaster-born Bobby Leach was the second man to survive the trip over the falls in, ni- in July 1911. Despite his bold claim that anything Annie could do, he could do better, he spent six months in hospital after his attempt to recover him from injuries sustained during the stunt, which included shattering both kneecaps and breaking his jaw. Oh, fuck that. Mortality rates for daredevil attempts over the falls is approximately one in four, and an estimated 5,000 bodies have been recovered from the falls between 1850 and 2011. Whilst most people going over the falls is a deliberate suicide attempt, significant numbers of people have gone over the falls after falling into the water accidentally. Matthew Webb, the first man to swim the English Channel, died at Niagara Falls whilst attempting to swim through the Whirlpool Rapids. It seems Niagara Niagara was something of Victorian-era mecca for people with massive bollocks and poorly thought-out quick-quick-quick schemes. Gentlemen, your rebuttals have gone. Wow. So she's not making enough money as a teacher and her first thought is, I'll I'll go go over Niagara Falls in a barrel. Yep, pretty much. So I don't know if it had any, if 
there was other people who'd gone over other waterfalls or attempted anything in was, a barrel. But was there not a thing around that time of people doing like wacky bullshit for coin? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I think this is like Houdini. This is just back before Houdini. So I think like you know, it was before telly. And <laughs> people were just like, let's go and watch this shit. What do people used to do before the telly? I know it's post public execution. But before the telly, so you just had to come up with other inane shit. To but no, it was like I remember it, it was a massive thing. She had like it was it was you know people from all around the world came to see this mad bastard go over Niagara Falls in a barrel, and it's I mean yeah, there's God. nothing else going. Is what you got that or mm. possibly dying of cholera. Those are your two <laughs> options. Like, imagine that you say, oh, I might just go over in a barrel. Then before long, everybody's coming to see like fuck. The original hipster barrel. Yeah, doing it. Well, <laughs> I'm imagining that like an eighty mask like. You know, uh, montage of her putting this barrel together. Okay, so barrel, oak, <laughs> metal, fucking what? What will protect me? Mattress. Had it. I mean, Had like, if I was a kid who was going to do this, I think yeah, mattress will keep me safe. You know, nice and springy. Yeah, had a very nice calligraphy, like her name on it and what she was going to do and everything else. It was, you know, very, very nice. It was nice. It was nice. <laughs> I'm sure that hell of a day going over it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Ornate, like calligraphy. Yeah. And what, a red, uh, red bull sticker on the other side. Yeah. What? <laughs> it's, yeah, it's a very kid contraption, isn't it? The, I remember once uh, on holiday when I was about eight, I had this harebrained scheme that if I put armbands around my yes, uh, mate. ankles, we've all, we've all done that. Yeah, I could walk on water like Jesus. No, nope. <laughs> it just went like upside down because my ankles were suspended and the rest of me wasn't. And yep. I, I panicked and nearly drowned. Absolutely good. bollocked by the lifeguard for doing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Armbands. <laughs> if you put them on your feet, you can go across like a pond skater. <laughs> oh, mate. Jeez. Is it? So, is sorry, is it? So, no, is it still a thing? Because I'm trying to remember the no, last time I remember anyone doing it. Safety wouldn't let anyone officially I think do because it. of copycats and piss people going, "Oh, fucking do it." I think the, <laughs> there is there were fines from both the Canadian and the American side. Right. Um. So Canada being Canada, it's about one tenth. I think there's less crazy fuckers in Canada trying to do it, but in America, it's like a hundred thousand dollars if you get caught and or survive. Yeah. Someone went over it on a tightrope. I remember a while yeah. back, but that's not yeah. the same thing. But it's still it was the guy who there was that documentary, wasn't there? I've not watched it. Man yet, on, but, yeah, man yeah. on wire. So uh, if, it's about a man on a wire. Chris. If one in four, <laughs> if one in four people have died doing it, and they found five thousand bodies washed up, that, that stands to reason that there's about twenty thousand no. people that have done it. No, there's there's about. 20 to 25 like I'm going to get in a barrel and do it for publicity I'm talking about people who have gone over the falls in total so we're talking like Uh, there was a guy in the 50s who was a professional baseball player and he was pissed and he fell in I've actually been to Niagara and it is you know if you walk like 400 yards upstream it's just a riverbank so if you got in there just paddle you just paddled out a bit you'd Mm. you'd go over I mean there are signs going don't go paddling your dick but um (laughs) Or your legs, or your arms. Yeah, that's a bad one. <laughs> I mean, like they, they do have quite a strict "don't go in the fucking water" thing, but it would. But be you think they would go, go in? Let's 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 do it like half a mile. Like that's, off a, that's a long way to swim, isn't it? Yeah, like, but no. Oh, no, if you've got your armbands on, <laughs> you could just pond skate. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> I'm, like, I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just thinking. All right, we've, so we've gone from uh, you got a one in sixty chance to a one in four, four chance. chance. Unless someone, <laughs> this Unless is where the 50, flop. Fifty-fifty uh, percent really chance of survival. Well, um, let's see your joke. Russian uh, Your story, Chucky. All right. So, daredevils are a weird sort of breed, meandering off the path of self-preservation for brief opportunities to roll the dice that you and I wouldn't even consider picking up. 
Some of the earliest forms of daredevilry involved jumping from great heights or going over to Niagara Falls in a barrel. Huh? Huh? No yeah. way. Uh, I know, right? But I don't think things got interesting until the internal combustion engine got involved. The daredevil that is most noteworthy for me is none other than Robert Craig Knievel. Knievel was certifiably a daredevil, having performed over 75 ramp-to-ramp jumps in his entire career. He wasn't always quite shit hot though. He was fired from his first job for trying to do a wheelie in a bulldozer. (laughs) Only to careen off course and crash into power lines, knocking out a town's power supply. Worth it. Right. (laughs) He even got his iconic nickname after spending a night in jail. He was in a cell next to a guy called Arthur Norfolk, who the jailer allegedly referred to as Awful Norfolk, which prompted the creation of Evil Knievel. Knievel's ramp to ramp career started in 1965 when he jumped over a 12 metre pit filled with boxes of rattlesnakes and two mountain lions. <laughs> <laughs> and as if to foreshadow his future in this career, he sustained a sprained ankle, which for me, lads, would have been enough to call it quits there. Knievel didn't call it quits though. Instead, he went on to break much more than just a few records. Over the span of his career, he broke his ankle once, his arms twice, his collarbone three times, his foot once, his hip twice, his hands five times, his leg once, his nose once, his pelvis twice, his ribs three times, his shoulder twice, and his vertebrae twice. (laughs) Needless to say, the guy was uninsurable, with Lloyds of London refusing to insure him after his first major crash on December 31st, 1967 when he attempted to jump the Caesar Fountain at Caesar's Palace in Las Vegas. However, despite all these incredible achievements and feats, the weirdest thing about Evil Knievel is how his career ended. You would have sworn he would have had some kind of crazy mishap during some incredible stunt, but in fact, the suicide he brought upon himself was one of PR. Evil had broken both of his arms during a rehearsal for a stunt involving jumping over a tank of sharks, and whilst he was in recovery, his own promoter, Shelley Saltman, released the book Evil Knievel on tour. This book documented how Evil abused his wife and children, and when Evil heard about it, he and a friend confronted Saltman, and Evil attacked him with a baseball bat despite broken arms, whilst his friend restrained him. This wholly unjustified attack led to Knievel losing all marketing endorsements, cutting off his main source of income, leaving him to fritter away the remains of his wealth as he lost the majority of his following. Gentlemen, your rebuttals. He really was evil then. Yeah, well, it's, it's funny because it's evil with a... With like, yeah, well, we, we know there's one at the beginning, but yeah, also one in the middle you know. because yeah. he, he wanted to not be evil. He's not the Japanese wrestler evil. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but, but yeah, what a fucking cunt, man. Jeez, abusing <laughs> his wife and kids. And, and then like, having the audacity to get annoyed about it. So I how want, dare you tell the truth? I want to see the video where he goes to beat someone up with his arms <laughs> in casts and holding a bat going, run into this. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that's it. I mean, like... Uh, well, of course, he's no stranger to breaking bones. I know, yeah, he's but broke Christ. so many. Like, Christ, I reckon if you could punch him, he'd just shatter like glass. He said, when it gets damp, he must have been in fucking agony. <laughs> <laughs> just whenever there's bad weather. Yeah, because, like, when, when it's my ankle fucking flares up, and I, that's the only bone I've ever broken, that's bad enough, but literally near enough every bone in his body has... has multiple, multiple times. times. Yeah. 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 Just a walking barometer, wasn't he? <laughs> Jeez. Storms are also, I miss the days when you could just fill a pit full of rattlesnakes and go, <laughs> yep, that's my job done. I'm oh, off. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's like Needs literally. more lions. How do we get them out? Ow! <laughs> just fill it in. Yeah, yeah it needs more lions. Arts and wreck that bastard. It'd be fine. All they could get was mountain lions. Yeah, but also, like, who do you phone up? Uh, hello, yeah, I need... Uh, some, some rattlesnakes. How many? 
12 fill boxes. a pit. 12 boxes <laughs> a would be fine. Worth. You get 20% discount if you get lions. <laughs> <laughs> it's Mountain Lion Monday. <laughs> yeah, it's like jumping over buses and stuff, I'm fine with. But when it's like, if you'd have you'd have squashed animals, and I'm not cool with that if you'd have fucked it up. Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. even the, the 1977 one, when he, he was training for jumping over a pit of sharks, which is almost like the cliche, isn't it? You know, jumping jumped, the literally shark. jumped the shark. Yeah. yeah. Fonzie, well, yeah. that that's where the the Fonzie story came from, actually. Um, but when when he, he fucked that one up, he hit a cameraman so hard that he thought he was going to lose his eye or something. And apparently, like, was <laughs> that this... another abuse case or did he... <laughs> on his bike? <laughs> kind of... And generally, we thought you were going to say he hit him so hard he went back in time. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Well, yeah, evil can evil. What a cunt. Joe, if we could have today's uh, scores, please. I am judging this on the flop system. Fun-loving original product. And I will say that it's going to be a tie between Chucky and Chow. I'm a big fan of people going over shit in barrels. But also, Evil Knievel is a legitimate sort of genuine hero. Just because he's the one that I sort of grew up mm. knowing and stuff. You were doing all right until you mentioned fucking Dio, mate. And that was your problem. <laughs> Like oh. Icarus, too close to the sun. <laughs> you can follow us on Twitter at Weird Thing Pod. Come and say hello. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next episode. Weird thing about that. The first incidence of a woman. <laughs>